Welcome back, everyone. This is Jerry. I'm joined here by Brandon, and this is Dad Jokes, the podcast about two first-time dads kind of going through the journey with all of you at home. And Brandon, I'm excited because today we have our very first guest on the show, and uh, one of many, but I'm excited for our guest today. So um, I hope you are as well. Without question. I think when we started this podcast, we, we knew exactly who was going to be our first guest, and uh, we've been waiting with bated breath. For him to be able to join us. Well, before we get to him, we're going to start dad jokes in our typical fashion, and that's going to be with a dad joke. So, Brandon, are you ready? Yeah, I think so. You've been uh, <laughs> a little lackluster the last couple of weeks. Well, this one, I'm not going to even give you a chance to answer. It's more of a statement than a joke. But here we go. Past, present, and future walk into a bar. It was tense. <laughs> Don't even pretend like that wasn't a little funny. That was insert, a little funny. Insert radio silence. I thought it was great. I heard that one just yesterday, and I was like, I like that, was, that one. That, that, that wasn't your best, and it wasn't your worst. But if they're in the edit, is a wah, wah, wah. We'll put that in there with sound effects coming to you soon on dad jokes. Cool. I like it. Um, but also, let's let's get right into what's going on. And I'll let you lead off, Brandon, because obviously you got a newborn baby, so your life's a little bit more exciting than mine. Uh, so what happened this last week? So I was told when basically when we had the kid that expect a lack of sleep. That is definitely true. Last night I got um, the least amount of sleep I've ever gotten without just pulling an all nighter, uh, which is almost even worse because you like you 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 think you're going to sleep. You try to go to sleep and then you get like thirty literally, and I'm not exaggerating, like thirty minutes of sleep, and it's like oh. Uh, my body wanted to go to bed and I didn't know I was doing this, but, um, it, it's been amazing. Uh, having, having him at home, uh, he's been a lot more active than I anticipated. Uh, but I mean, my, my weekly update is as simple as that. We've had a couple of doctor's appointments. Uh, I, I bested both, both of our guests in a, a fantasy draft. Um, that was my first time coming out of the house, but other than that, it's been a good week. I'm, I'm getting a little anxious about having to go back to work. But other than that, uh, we're good. Well, we are playing this week in one of our leagues, and you got off to a good start last night, so I can't even talk trash. But I had no one go. So really at this point in time, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm not feeling great about that league right now. Um, but Mari Cooper. Yeah, Mari Cooper just definitely had a great first night. So did Tom Brady. Shout out to Tom Brady. So, um, But – my week's been was pretty pretty normal, but we we did have an appointment today actually, and it's our thirty week appointment, and uh, which kind of sets up the next appointment, which is the big one, our last ultrasound, um, barring anything happening, and also uh, they're kind of what they call the teaching uh, appointment, where they kind of go over what's going to happen, what you want to happen, and it's more in depth. So I'm excited for that for sure. Um, other than that, we um, have our shower in a week. So we're getting ready for that. And I put together a bookshelf. So, you know, that stuff, not too bad. Um, so without further ado, you know what, we're going to bring in our guest. Our guest today is none other than Mr. Cameron Driscoll. He is, uh, he works with us. He went to college with us. He even went to uh, middle school with you, Brandon. Um, and he elementary. performed elementary school. There you go. And he performed the ceremony uh, of my wedding. So I, I owe him a little bit for that still. But uh, Cam is a dad to two beautiful little boys, uh, twins, which is something different. And they're both three now. So Cam, say hi to all the people. What's up? Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, it's, uh, we're excited to have you on. Obviously, you got more experience than us by a lot. 
and uh, you have a unique perspective because you are a dad to twins. But basically what we're going to do today for everyone is we're going to kind of do a little bit of an interview format where I'm going to ask Cam some questions about being a dad and what he's learned, some fun questions, some serious questions. And I'm also going to bring Brandon in and you're going to get kind of a very new perspective and a little bit of older perspective. And I'm going to play moderator. So I'm going to put on my best interviewer hat and we'll get started. You guys ready? Let's go. I'm Let's excited. go. All right, Cam. We'll... excited. <laughs> just tired, excited. I, I, can de- <laughs> I can deal with that. That doesn't uh, change, just so you know. <laughs> well, getting into something like that, Cam, I guess the first question I'll ask you is kind of a softball here. What surprised you the most about being a dad? Ooh, what surprised me the most? Um, to be honest with you, so you guys obviously knowing me going back uh, know that I can tend to be a rather emotional person. Um, but what I didn't expect is how like how much more emotion there is in the human body when you have children, <laughs> like w- the way you feel like you love someone before you have kids and the worst fear you've ever had in your life before you had kids and all those kinds of emotions you experienced before you were a dad, the moment you become a father, all those emotions are a hundred times more heightened. So to like every new experience that's great is 10 times greater than anything you could have experienced before then. But then on the flip side, all the scary stuff and all the frustrating things tend to be 10 times more as well, if that makes sense. No, I think that, I think that makes sense. Uh, you know, Brandon, I guess you obviously being a dad for, for uh, a little over a week now, um, what, what surprised you the most in this short amount of time? Has anything really surprised you to this point? Yeah. Um, it's actually a lot of what he just said. It's, I pride myself in being a a pretty even keel. I get excited, but I don't really get down. Um, and I still don't, but the, I I have people in my life who uh, get anxious at times and anxiety is like a real thing for them. And so I, I, I've never really been able to relate. I I'm, I'm always like there for them. Um, and I know it's one of those things you can't really explain, but I never understood kind of what they go through on a daily basis. And then to piggyback on what Cam said, it's like I, the anxiety for me has has definitely developed to a degree. Like I've, I've woken up pretty much every time I go to sleep, when, when I can go to sleep, I wake up and I have a feeling like as I'm waking up, I'm kind of groggy and I feel like my son's in the bed with me. And like like suffocating or something like that. It's it's the most irrational thing ever. And I wish I could explain or make it go away, but it happens every time I wake up right now. And I'm I'm sure it'll go away. Um, and the other thing is just anxiety about stuff like I love my job, but going back to work, not wanting to leave the kid. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely real. I mean, we've talked a little bit about that, you know, through texts and, and things of that nature. And and I'm someone who struggles with anxiety, so I'm I'm, I'm already getting anxiety about the anxiety that I'm going to have from being a dad. Yeah. So thank you for that. that <laughs> Anytime. Sure. Yeah, anxiety yeah, yeah. About my anxiety. getting anxiety about my anxiety. So, um, all right, Cam, back to you. I guess we've talked in the past on this show about you know people love to give dads advice. They do, or just parents in general. So, what's the best piece of advice, and what's the worst piece of advice that you've ever gotten from someone? Oh, geez. Um... Let's go with worst first. Um, 
I we struggled with this, and, and I don't know what your guys' take is on making this decision, but we made the decision to move the boys. Um, they've shared a room ever since they got home um, from the hospital when they were born, but we made the decision to move them to the nursery relatively quick. So we had only had them home for maybe three-ish weeks. Um, my wife's a super light sleeper, um, and it just it wasn't working. She wasn't getting any sleep, which meant I wasn't getting any sleep. Uh, so we made the move to move them into the room. And when you do that, the question is, when they start crying, how quickly do you go to respond to that? Do you go in every single time that they start crying? Do you let them self-soothe? Um, so some of the worst advice I feel like I got was just whenever I would have that conversation with people, how aggressive they would get about that topic. Oh, you can't let your kids, you can't self-soothe your kids. You can't let them cry because you're teaching them that you don't love them. And it's like, whoa, that's really aggressive <laughs> to go down that that dark of a road. Um, so I would say something along those lines, just it might not even be like the worst advice. It's just like the worst way to give advice in, in that spectrum, I guess. Um, and then the best advice is I had people tell me early on um, when you when, when you have kids, make sure you still set aside time for you and your spouse, um, whether it's an early bedtime or make sure you take that early weekend away after a couple months, make sure you have good babysitters and everything, but um, continue to set aside that time for your spouse, because this early stage of having kids um, is brutal on your wife. And it's their lack of sleep, especially if they're breastfeeding and all these kinds of things, it's exhausting on them. And it's good that you kind of force them to take a step away, um, not just for their sanity, but I think it helps you guys as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Brandon, we'll, with you, we'll stick with just the positives. I know you've had a lot of uh, family already to visit the baby, to visit Bryce. And uh, what's what's something, one piece of advice you got early on that you've already kind of realized is, is a good piece of advice? The number one thing for me right now is just in practice day to day is the, the Huckleberry app. Um, and it's uh, it's, it's an app that allows you to log literally everything. So we're logging uh, feedings, we're logging diapers. Oh. My wife's logging when she pumps. We we've been to the doctor twice uh, since he was born. We just had an appointment today, um, and it keeps like they ask all those questions. And instead of you having like having to go back and remember, or even I I use Apple Notes um, and Microsoft OneNote all the time for work and other things. It something that works great for me, but for me to have to go in, I'd have, I, I could see myself having set up, but I actually had one set up as a spreadsheet um, <laughs> and I, I'd be able to log everything, which is, it's, it's simple, but they've already done the work for you. Right. And it's, it's really intuitive. You have it lined up um, and you can look at charts of what the, what the average is in a certain time frame, what the average is since he was born. And it's helped me out a ton. It's where we're just in a habit of, of logging literally everything that we do. So right now in practice, that's the best piece of advice I've gotten. Well, we've already talked about this, but um, one of our upcoming episodes is going to specifically be on baby apps. And um, we both have a list of apps, but we want to use them a little bit more before we have that episode. And number one on my list is that Huckleberry app. So I'm glad hearing that it is such a good app for you because I already have it downloaded. Um, I'm just waiting to use it. So but, but baby apps is exciting. I mean, that's a big piece of technology we have nowadays that our parents didn't have, you know, and even people 10 years ago, it wasn't as prevalent. So, um, you know, it's pretty cool to be a dad right now. Uh, Cam, 
So speaking of kind of cool stuff, uh, one thing that Brandon and I love that you know is is baby gear. We are baby gear nerds. What's Pretty your much. favorite piece of baby gear? Ooh, okay. So early on, um, where Brandon is now, and obviously where you're going to be soon, Jerry. I don't know if you guys are getting one, if you've had, if you already have one, but the Brezza, the baby Brezza, where it makes the bottles for you. That was the greatest invention. Now, me and Kayla didn't. Uh, we didn't breastfeed. So we obviously um, did bottles. So with twins, every feeding is double. Um, so trying to heat up two bottles and, and all that, it was just a nightmare. So with that, it's like a Keurig. You throw the bottle in there, you hit a button, it's stirred, ready to go. You just have to put the top on and, and you're feeding in like 30 seconds. So that was one of the best ones early on. Uh, so, you know, what's the twins' favorite flavor? French vanilla? Or is it <laughs> like, does, does Porter have one favorite and Benson likes it like skim milk, you know, versus 2%? I don't know. Making orders like Starbucks. Exactly. I mean, let me uh, get a venti. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a it's frother on the side. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I like it. Brandon, any uh, baby gear that you bought that you're already like, yeah, that's that was money well spent? Previous episode, I basically you and i both clowned on the outlet and do i think that it was is overkill yes have i looked at that like 17 times a night absolutely i have my ipad set up next to me which has my my nanit camera um attached to it and i'm used to going to sleep watching youtube videos now i'm going to sleep watching bryce live feeds even though he's like three feet away from us and then um but there's a it's just this is a rational thing. You don't hear the constant like breathing, 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 and you're che- I'm checking that outlet all the time. So it, it was supposed to be something that was for my wife to get <laughs> let her be able to sleep a little bit better at night, and uh, it it definitely has helped me out tremendously. So now, quick question, Brandon. So we had an outlet for both boys. We bought a brand new one, and we borrowed one from my brother and sister in law. They had like a first gen. This is not techie. It's like outlet one. That thing would cut out just randomly. It would lose signal. And the noise it made when it cut out happened to be the same noise it makes when your kid's not breathing. So there is nothing worse than 3 a.m. That thing starts lighting up blue, but it's screaming at you. And you're immediately like, what is happening? And you jump up and you're like, it's just disconnected again. So um, it does make a noise when that happens. My wife and I have come up with a pretty decent process where we, we take Bryce out of the room in the middle yeah. of the night to both feed and uh, change him. Okay. And so if it's out of range, it's like a soft, like lullaby type sound. Gotcha. Now. Still <laughs> annoying if you're asleep. Yeah, for sure. But we, it, and that happened the first couple of nights, we repositioned the outlet and we're, we're good now. That doesn't happen anymore. So, so what you're going to have to do is time your 40 time from the bedroom to the nursery. So when you move Bryce to the nursery, you'll know how fast you can get there if that's, that noise starts going off. Yeah, it's uh, it, it has gone off one time. It was a okay, false, that's good, a false alarm, and that's it good. freaked me out. And my yeah. wife, just a quick, real quick story. So it, that thing's going off. I, I'm finally asleep, and it's going off in the middle of the night. My wife like has him in her arms. I'm freaking out. I'm like, "Yo, is everything okay? Is everything okay?" And she's like, "I think so." <laughs> what do you mean you think so i need to know sure. this thing is saying he's not breathing like slap him on the face I don't it's care. a yes or no question <laughs> exactly. there's, there's no i think in there. <laughs> <laughs> add, added added more to it oh that's great oh. um 
All right, Cam, we'll, we'll get a, I'll throw you a little bit of more of a, a hard question here, kind of get down to the nitty gritty. And you alluded here to a little go. bit of this, a little, you alluded to a little bit of this earlier, but you know, how has being a dad changed your relationship with your wife? Ooh, um, Kayla, this is the part of the podcast where you quit listening. Um, no, it's, uh, it's good. I mean, it's, it's, it's good and it's bad. It, it goes back to my original comment. Um, and that is, especially for me now, this might not be the same way for every dad's, but my emotions are just 10 times heightened compared to what they used to be. Um, frustrating stuff is 10 times more frustrating. Um, sad stuff is way more sad and the happy moments are way more happy. So getting to watch my wife who some people know this, some people don't, but when we started actually having the the conversation, if we want to have kids, she had a moment where she was a little hesitant. She wasn't a million percent sold if she wanted to have kids, but she desperately knew I wanted to. Um, but seeing her become a mom and do the things that she does is just outstanding. So like that part has made me appreciate her a billion times more than I ever could have before. Cause I didn't get to experience it. Um, but the thing you have to be careful of too, is like I said, it's it, the household can be a lot more frustrating. Um, I know you both have dogs. You'll have a much harder relationship with your pets. Once you start having kids, you'll start having harder relationship with your parents. Once you start having kids, just because things get more stressful, you get more protective and you're a little bit more on edge, especially around times where your kids are sick and that kind of thing. So it's, that's, it goes back to kind of what I'd mentioned the second time too, is make time, make sure you're spending extra time with your spouse and making sure they realize how special they are because there there's trying times um, when, when you have kids, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Um, Brandon in, in the short time, obviously being a dad, um, has it made you look at Kelsey in a different light? Has it changed? Do you think you guys at all, even just in the pregnancy stage, do you think it changed your guys' relationship at all? Um, yes. And we're still in the, we're still in the honeymoon phase of the, the afterbirth where I'm, I've been at home the entire time for some people. That's not a good thing for us. <laughs> the more time we get with each other, the stronger our relationship is. It's, it's when, if work is requiring me to be there a little bit longer than normal, those, exactly. those times are, are when we have the most issues. So do I foresee some stuff probably coming up down the line? Yes. Due to uh, me being away and her being at home a little bit more. Um, but that's something we got to hit the try. As far as just to quickly answer your question, because I went off on my own tangent, the, it, I just feel like a sense of pride to tell you the truth, like the way she handled the entire process. Um, she, um, similar to cam, did she want kids? Yes. Could she also have imagined a life with just us and the dogs? Yes. It wasn't a, like a, um, it, it was more or less to start. The timing right now is because of me more than her. She wanted to do it eventually, but it, it fit more. I was pushing for it a little bit more than she was. Um, and I think truthfully, she was a little afraid of what, of how she would respond to the kid being here. Um, but as soon as she laid eyes on him, it's, mm -hmm. it, it was love at first sight. Game I, over. I basically yep. got to ask permission to, uh, to grab him and, and hold him. I'm kind of <laughs> joking. Kind of joking. Kinda. But, um, Don't worry. That, that changes too. You'll get the conversation quick where it's like, it's your turn. Go. <laughs> well, I'm taking it anyway. So yeah. I'll, I'll take all that right now. Um, but that's it, man. It's, it's just a, the love is there. It's going to always be there, but it's just a sense of the sense of pride I have and like how good of a job she's doing.
Well, I'll tell you this. I, I, I've known both of you guys for a long time. I've known you both without your wives and with your wives. And trust me, you're much better with your wife. So keep them around because <laughs> because I single yeah, either I one of you. The source there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much better with my wife. I don't think there's any secret about that. She's, agree. She has made Correct. me a much better human being. I will not deny that in the slightest. <laughs> Thank the Lord for Macy. Yeah, she's she's uh, heaven sent. And I think everyone hangs around me still probably because I'm associated with her, not the other way around. So that's okay. Um, Cam, let's go to let's go to a fun one. Proudest okay. dad, pr- proudest dad moment. What's your proudest moment as a dad in the three years that the twins have been around? Man, that is hard. Um, like so proudest moment, like where I feel good about myself or something that the kids did. Uh, the proudest moment as a dad, like, so that you thought like, man, I really dadded that. <laughs> like I was, I was the dad right there that everybody wants, you know, like that kind of moment. So, okay. Um, this is uh, a little, probably too much information, but Porter's way too young to have to deal with the ramifications of me bringing this up in public. So it's fine. Um, my son Porter has a, had an issue going to the bathroom. Um, for many a months and it was very brutal and it ended up with us going to the hospital and what ended up happening is they had to essentially flush him out for a period of five straight days where he went to the bathroom every five minutes for five straight days and i'm not saying he went pee folks i'm saying they made my my son poop every five minutes for five straight days so the, the proud dad moment for me was not sleeping for five straight days and essentially staying on my feet, like holding his hand and like trying to keep him happy and occupied and like learning every different way to make something a game because he couldn't move. He was just laying there. So like creating toys out of nothing and like making up stories and rereading the same book with different voice inflections because you have to somewhat keep him entertained because he couldn't leave the hospital bed. Um was just one like we got home and I remember looking at Kayla and I was just like, how did we manage that? Like how how are we both not dead? I don't I don't get it. And he made it through and obviously he's fine now, which is great. But um it was it was a bonding moment for us, but at the same time it was one of those like pat on the back, like I don't know how I just survived that five day bender of being pooped on, but <laughs> well, <laughs> but hey, if nothing else, it's a great moment when he's like a teenager and does something wrong. You can just use it and like, I held your hand while you pooped <laughs> for three straight days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was rowdy. So I'm I'm definitely planning on holding that over his head when the appropriate time comes. <laughs> exactly. So so Brandon, a little bit different, but kind of the same. Um, not not as a dad yet, but but proudest moment during pregnancy. Did you have a moment during pregnancy where you're like, I was a great dad husband, if you will? Yeah, actually, it's it, when we got to the hospital. Um, the you could tell that the nurses and the doctors weren't used to someone who was prepared. That was almost a surprise for them. Um, So the, just, I'm thinking that I'm unprepared truthfully. And, but we all plan a ton, um, even just through, through the podcast, things that we talked about beforehand and research that we did. Um, I, not to toot my own horn, but I got a lot of pat, pat on the backs while we were at the hospital. Um, from from the nurses and the doctors about what both my wife and I were able to do and how prepared we came um, with both 
the the plan that we had in place and being having the mindset to adjust, but also what we like physically had there and were ready without the hospital's help. It's funny you say that. I was at our appointment today, like I mentioned, and uh, she was the midwife was asking us questions and we were answering them. And then she's like, "Man, you guys really are on top of it." And then she's like, "Do you have any questions?" And we asked a few, and she's like, "You guys are great." And and it was funny because I felt like they were pretty normal questions mm -hmm. or normal things. But I mean, I guess maybe they don't see that, but it made me feel kind of good too. Cause she's like, you're really on top of it. And, and for the first, the last couple times we've been to the, um, the hospital or wherever it is that the midwives, so I don't even know what you call that place, but they've, they've kind of started interacting with me more. And I think it's because maybe, you know, I've shown some interest. So that's cool to see them kind of engaged with me as a, as a dad instead of just, just my wife. So that's yeah, been when it's one of them, you feel good, but you're like, uh, oh, they're just being nice. But when exactly. people say the same thing, it's like, maybe I'm doing something right. No, that is, that is for sure. Uh, so Cam, this one's specific to you, obviously. Um, I know we joke with you a lot because anytime anyone talks about being a dad, you instantly will tell them that you have two. Um, yep. So what is, but what is the craziest part about raising twins? You know, what, what would you say, you know, not the obvious things, but like having two, what is something just crazy about raising twins? Man. Um, I think one of the big things is like just being like, and again, it's, it's hard because that's all I know. So I'm sure having one, it's going to be the same thing. You have to be on your toes, but the moment they started walking and you're anywhere and they're walking and they can go separate directions and you're by yourself, that's terrifying. It's, and it's all the time. And it's like for how intertwined they are and how buddy buddy they are, it's like they do it on purpose. It's like they get in a corner and they're like, Hey, you know, it'd be really funny if I run to the lawnmower and you run to the street go and they just take off and i'm standing there and i'm like ah no stop and all the same time my dog i really like, hope they like, do that by the oh, way yeah, I, I hope I, they do yeah it's like in their twin language that no one else understands and i'm just like stop why do you choose to be the way that you are while we're outside um but no so i mean it's dealing with that aspect and the other big thing is every new parent complains about lack of sleep as well they should the one thing that then this is probably the time where I bring up being a twin dad to you guys the most, especially when like our friend Nick brings up obviously his son not sleeping and things is when one wakes up, the other wakes up. And that's just a very deadly cycle that has caused many of days, weeks and months of non sleep for me and Kayla just because Porter has a bad dream. And now Benson had a bad dream and now they're both just up at 2 AM and they're not going back to sleep because now they're playing and they're getting out of their beds. And so that part can be kind of tricky. And we've tossed around the idea of like putting them in separate bedrooms, but they love being in the same, same room so much. So we, we just haven't made that change and I, we probably won't, but do you think that that's, do you think that that's really what happened in the movie, the parent trap? The twins just kept getting <laughs> up. So they decided to literally move them on the opposite side. I don't understand the, the plot. I'll just let you guys know, me and my wife, this is probably our biggest fight. I don't understand the plot of Parent Trap. I think they're horrible parents. <laughs> so I'm saying this right now, but maybe this is the reason why. Oh, so man. if this is the reason why I can understand it, but like, yeah, I mean, my wife's going to be mad now, but like, I can't stand that movie. They're horrible people. They're horrible people. And everyone's like, horrible. it's so sweet. It's oh, we got as a, as a kid's movie. So <laughs> you like, might be coming from, from a sense of Oh, I'm sure. But it's like, oh, we got found out. Our kids figured it out. Now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> Get back to <laughs> like, What? <laughs> this didn't work the first time. 
Yeah, oh, maybe so ridiculous. I, they're old enough. They're old enough to where they won't. Uh, yep. They'll go to sleep at separate times. So we're good. Yeah. So we got to get married again. <laughs> I agree. Ho- horrible movie. Horrible parents. But this, there's a small part of me that's kind of like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> they weren't sleeping. Lawnmower. One more you time. Do see it. Qu- yeah, run to the street one more uh, time. See how quick you live in Florida. Nice. I do think about that movie every time I see an Evian bottle, water bottle. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or or see Lindsay Lohan. You know, just in anything. Uh, but is there, is there two of her? <laughs> uh, I, as a kid, I thought that. Just so you. Oh, know. everyone did. I was like uh, nineteen. I was like, wait, she doesn't have a sister. That's weird. Well, before we continue on Parent Trap, well, um, I'll do one last question for each of you. So, Brandon, I'll let you start with this question. Cam, I'll let you get some time to think on it. But, um, Brandon, as a new dad, if you were giving advice to people that are about to go through it, such as myself, um, what would you tell me? you would do or you know what is one piece of advice that you would give me as someone who's just gone through it be adaptable um you have a plan in place but look at and research what could potentially happen if your if your plan deviates in one way or the other and then if that does one i would have already had that conversation with your partner so you guys are on the same page on which ways you may or may not go, but also be willing to do what's best for the child and don't just stick with the plan that you had in place because you had that plan in place. No, that makes sense. Um, 1000%. And then Cam, from a little bit different perspective, like to this, to both Brandon and myself, you Mm -hmm. know, as becoming new, new fathers, what's one piece of advice you would give us as new time dads it, it, it's kind of a it, i'm really glad brandon said what he said because it's almost kind of the same answer but a little different wording but i'm three years in learned a lot i've had multiple hospital trips i've had vacations we've taken them out of state we, we've done a decent amount of stuff in three years and i can honestly tell you i still have no idea what i'm doing and that might sound crazy. <laughs> oh, I believe uh, that. <laughs> yeah, it's, that might not sound like the best thing to tell someone, but truly there is so many like fun moments, serious moments, scary moments that you just have to tackle understanding. You have no idea what you're doing. And I know for someone like you, Jerry, and even Brandon, uh, that's not going to be easy at times because you're very... For those listeners who don't know, Jerry can be a perfectionist. And so the idea of going into anything and being able to say, it's okay that I don't know the answer to this, I'm sure will be tricky, but just go into being a dad knowing it's always okay to not know the answer to the question. Because it's it's your life, it's your story you're writing with your kid, you can make your call and and it's it's your call and that's fine. but I struggled with that a little bit in the beginning, just truly not knowing the answers to things I felt like I should know. But I finally got to the point where I was like, man, I'm doing a dang good job. And I really don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just, so I, I, that would be my advice. Just be comfortable with that mindset. Well, I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate both of you guys. This, that was kind of fun, you know, and I liked hearing both your guys' perspectives. So hopefully our listeners did as well. But I'd be remiss, Cam, if I didn't let you as an honoree Dad jokes, dad, tell a dad joke. So let's, oh, let's hear your dad joke. I, I got two for you. So All right. the, first, the first one you can try to guess. The second one, I'm just going to ramble off a little statement. Well, so the first let's, one. Let's see how you do on the first one first. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay. So what do you call a bulletproof Irishman? Uh, I don't know. Rick O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of funny. And I'm Irish, so 
Ricochet. O'Shea is an Irish thing, Brandon. Like O'Shea is like uh, an Irish last name. And like, come on. Fair. For, uh, for oh those listeners, we can see each other. You can't see us. I was confused about that for way too long. <laughs> you look like me like the first time you did a dad joke on here, and I was like, I, I don't know what you're saying. So at least I got that one. I, I was asking what the algorithm was of that joke. I could not figure it out. <laughs> All right. So the second one. Um, a frog got his DNA tested. Turns out he's part Irish, part British, and a tadpole. Mm. So we're mm-hmm. really feeling Irish jokes right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and as an Irish like, person, I don't know how I feel about that. You <laughs> also funny said, too. You got tears in your eyes. I did. Eyes. He did. I loved that one so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's been that longer than us. Season one, telling the joke, laugh so hard that they got tears in their eyes. Oh, uh, uh, especially when they had to like probably research right now and get ready. I've had he's been researching for weeks. For weeks yeah, <laughs> he, he's been laughing to himself and crying for the last three days. Uh, <laughs> so me Brandon. Too, Cam. Brandon, do you want to do you want to have a comeback joke to that, or do you want to let it be at that? Oh, no, I know, I got you. All right, uh, how, let's hear it. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Oh God, mm, I don't know. You follow the Fresh Prince. Nice, ah, nice. Well done, well done. You enunciated that well, so I got it right away. So it was good. I appreciate us discussing our dictation and enunciation. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, well, I appreciate all those jokes. I appreciate you guys. Um, it's been a great episode and it's been a great run to start this podcast. So we are thankful for each and every one of our listeners. Please, guys, if you haven't already, go out, like our Facebook page, uh, follow us on Instagram, give us ratings on um, our podcasts, such as on Apple Podcasts. And uh, please let us know if any topics you want us to talk about or any suggestions. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, it's been exciting. It's been fun. Uh, Cam, it's been a great having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll definitely have you on again here before too long, get more input from you and maybe some more of those Irish jokes. <laughs> um, but until next time, I'm Jerry with Cameron and Brandon, and this has been Dad Jokes. <laughs>